Good evening, sir. For once, I'm not actively avoiding you. There is a reason I missed your call. No, 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 no. Do you still do this podcast? <laughs> God. What? At least I know you're a I'm gunning for you. No ho devil, creator of this diaspora. I assume Sam is not amused. Could you hear us bantering? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, she... What did you say? Said, are you still doing this stupid podcast? I didn't say stupid. I just said, are you still doing this podcast? Her tone implied stupid. It, it was definitely an accusatory term, tone. Maybe I did say. Well, I think it was more just like... I don't think she said stupid, but it was definitely implied. It was all felt tonal. It. Yeah. <laughs> it was like in the... It was uh, the subwoofer. It was the bass. Yeah. yeah. I felt the note. It, <laughs> she's uh, playing jazz with uh, with our no, emotions. No, 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 no. No, no. You should over? not do um, music analogies. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. When uh, is Sean going to come over? Yeah. Hopefully hasn't, never. He hasn't seen the house yet. Uh, I invited him on New Year's. Apparently, he had something better to do. What was that, Sean? You had, what was that you did on New Year's? Uh, absolutely nothing. Be specific. <laughs> uh, hang out with Yuri Giger and the cat. Hmm. Oh, yeah. So I guess you're kind of like, well, you used to be libertarian. Now I guess you're GOP since you're throwing in with the Ruskies. Since I'm throwing in with the Ruskies? Yuri Gregarin the cat. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I should have seen this coming from miles away. I've had the cat for longer than that, but he is a Russian blue. Yeah, but I'm saying you, you have been collaborating since before the election. I've I've never been opposed. There's been to the contacts Russians. between you and Yuri going back months, verified contacts. If back in the USSR, you and Michael Flynn were making calls to the you know pet shelter for weeks, arranging contact with Yuri Gagarin, the cat. <laughs> um, it's it, well, you know, we had to uh, fake our way into space. They they did it actually. Fake our way into space. Now I feel like you're doing sports metaphors. <laughs> Uh, no, I was just referring to the uh, the Stanley Kubrick moon landing faking. What a, did you ever see that horrible movie Room Two Thirty Seven? Uh oh yeah yeah about the uh, the shinning you know, yeah yeah you know well about the what the shinning oh god when you do Simpsons references you always <laughs> pick the worst ones well I only know them from at least like twenty years ago so <laughs> yeah the shinning correct. <laughs> Um, well, here's the thing, Sean. I got nothing to say tonight, but I'm fucking pissed for two reasons. Uh Uh-oh. One, this was meant to be my halftime entertainment so that I wouldn't have to watch Charles Barkley Mm. talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, but you called me too late. The game has started again, so my attention is divided neatly in two. It was was five minutes after I told you five minutes. Oh, no, you were were correct, but I (laughs) I assume you you didn't mislead me. You know, you told me to contact you when I was ready, and I just assume that you're going to be Johnny on the spot, ready to roll. Oh, that I'm I'm just here waiting by the phone for the wheelman to call? You aren't? 
No, I have to like I, move my computer and stuff. I assume you're like tensed up, muscles, tendons aching, waiting for the sweet release of my phone call. Um, Skype call. <laughs> yeah, phones don't exist anymore. That's uh, speaking of which, mine doesn't exist anymore, which is the second reason I'm fucking pissed. Really? So never in my life have I cracked my phone. Uh, I uh, I've abused my phone in every other conceivable way, but I never cracked it until. Hmm. A couple of days ago, as I was getting out of the Uber to go to uh, the Ambler, Eric Amblog, Ambler's house to do his Star Wars podcast. The, for um, the, uh, what were we watching? Correct. Yeah. Um, I get out, the, the phone spirals out of my hand, cracks on the sidewalk. Very annoying. Fantastic. So I go Is to get a repair. Uh, go ahead. I was going to ask if it was completely unusable or if you were going to be a, a crack screen guy. No, no. I, I could use it, but it just looked terrible. Just really terrible. And my phone was kind of like malfunctioning before. Like right on. I think it kept getting bent or something. So like I would press buttons and it either wouldn't respond or it would respond in the wrong way. Like I would try and open the Twitter app and the phone app would come up or would like start calling people hmm. without me intending to. It was very frustrating. You were actually butt dialing? Um, no, I was looking at it. And <laughs> as I was like on the phone, it would just start calling someone. Wow. Yeah, that was weird. Anyway, so I cracked it. I went and got the screen replaced. That was all fine. Then yesterday, I'm charging it. It's not uh, It's not working too well, so I, I turn it off and on again. And all of a sudden, this other crack appears, trimmer style, at the bottom corner of the screen. And now it's all fucking whacked out again. Here, I'm going to take a <laughs> screenshot. Will this come through? I don't know if this will come through as a screenshot. Yeah, on Skype? No, no, no. When I sent to your phone, is it going to look oh. normal or is it going to look cracked? Uh, are you are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> uh, why would a screenshot include the crack? Because it can see with my eyes. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work at all. I have no. to take a photo of Sam's. <laughs> exactly. The the these it's it's an output device, not an input device. There's, there, there's but they no- have but they have a million cameras on the surface of the screen. <laughs> it should be able to sense that it's cracked and start crying. Yeah, I think so. Is that when we reach the singularity? When cell phone screens can tell that they're cracked? When cell phones cry? Is that the is that one of the long lost print songs that'll be released soon? You know, I used to think that your lack of pop culture knowledge was like a hindrance, mm-hmm. but now I think you know too much. <laughs> and I, I wish you knew less actually. Well, is I what don't, I've determined. No, I just don't know anything past like two thousand. Like Oh, I know, I the, know. The I towers know. came down and I just shut the wall, man. Is that a Pink Floyd reference? I have no idea. It was like a, a, a an eight-way mixed metaphor. Well, you know, <laughs> hopefully President Trump will be appointing uh, Alex Jones to get to the bottom of this ha- so-called 9-11 attack. Ha- have you been uh, keeping up with the, the, Joneses? the Joneses? Yeah. Uh, no, although I think I told you. I introduced Alex Jones to a coworker of ours mm. under the premise that he would find it amusing. <laughs> and within five or six seconds, I realized I had made a horrible mistake <laughs> and created a new Alex Jones fan. <laughs> and he was totally into it, unironically. Oh. And I was like, oh, no. Fantastic. One yeah. of us. One of us. But you're, you're an ironic Alex Jones fan. Uh, yeah. Yeah, ish. Um, I'm, well, Can I, yeah. I bring my tea in? <laughs> You're not drinking the Kool-Aid. Uh, no. You're not, okay, let me I, be even more specific. 
You're not buying the supplements. <laughs> no, I'm certainly not buying the supplements. I'm not buying the body armor. I'm also not buying <laughs> the food rations. Um, what else am I not buying? There's a lot of stuff that they're pitching that I'm not buying. Uh, Does they, he just sell like real life versions of uh, Half Life Two um, accessories? Uh, kind of. Yeah, he does. He was pitching a um, what? What is it like a, a receiver for a gun insert or something? So like they're like replacement parts for guns with like his logo on them and shit. I don't know. It's fucked up. But uh, their their big thing they're pitching now is uh, just uh, right now pre Trump inauguration that uh, everything is going to uh, hit the fan and martial law is going to ensue and someone's going to try and assassinate Trump and uh, yeah it sounds like it's going to be some fun shenaniganery. Yeah no I I genuinely all jokes aside I hope no one does kill him or even come close to killing him because. Oh, certainly. It will only make things worse. Yeah, it would just be the precipitous for. I mean, it, it, you know, if that were to happen, that would almost be like a, a coup. Like the country would just kind of be overthrown, and yeah, we. Well, be- I feel like if let's say he is assassinated, I mean, every horrible nightmare fear we have about that administration comes true the next day. In um, in the name of well, look, there's real danger. There's enemies out there, and we need to. Squash them. Yeah, that that's horrible. And then does Pence actually take over if if it's before the inauguration? I don't really know how that works, but it, I it, guess. Well, yeah, I guess he would. Um, it, if it's before, though, like you know, if he never actually became the vice president, would he automatically become the president? And yeah, I think co- so. That, I mean, the line of succession, I think, is pretty clear cut. Um, I, I don't, I don't think there'd be any great debate about that. I don't know. I just feel like the, you know, the, if. He was on. He was on the ticket, though. Like he was elected. Right, right. Is, but I, I just feel like that would be like an excuse to open things up for a, uh, you know, a redo election or something. Oh man, I would love that. <laughs> that that would honestly be great. I feel like, you know, maybe it's just the media I consume, but I feel like every fucking day for the last two months, I've read a different article uh, with the the title or subtitle of "Why I Regret Voting for Trump." <laughs> There was one today where the person's like, I know people are going to make fun of me. And it's like, yeah, you're goddamn right people are going to make fun of you. Your entire essay is like, oh, I couldn't, like, I'm a media junkie. And I couldn't believe that he acted this way after he won. I can't (laughs) believe he's acting the same way. It's like, (laughs) what, I don't understand how you, like, what are you surprised about? That he didn't (laughs) radically change? Yeah, or that it wasn't a joke, or that like, well, that that was kind of what they were uh, pushing after the Brexit thing. You know, our media was flooded with like all these uh, Brits saying that they were, you know, just voting because it was a protest thing and voting because they didn't think it would actually win. They just kind of wanted their voice to be heard and stuff like that. So, well, know. I don't real, I I'll be honest, I don't really know how it works in the UK in in terms of that shit. If it's like one man, one vote, or if they have some. Like stupid equivalent of the electoral college. Well, no, for but, Bre- for Brexit, it was directly one man, one vote. Okay, well then I don't know what their excuse is, but like here, if you're casting a protest vote in Ohio or Florida, oh, yeah. like you are a dumb person who doesn't understand your system of government. Uh, yeah, for the most part, I mean that is where your your, your vote your counts vote, the most. I mean, you probably know this better than I do, but your vote is literally six to twelve times more powerful than a vote in California oh, or yeah. a vote in Texas or whatever. Well, that's why they, they don't even bother to 
campaign in California. Like it's just a, a complete given and it's not even worth spending any money here, which is, you know, part of the getting back to uh, the Jonesian uh, talk. Uh, that's part of the the concept there is that the the big media is trying to take down the electoral college so that uh, um that that campaign money is spread out more uh, evenly across news media across the country. Do you know what the percentage of of uh, Hillary votes was in Los Angeles? Do you want to take a guess? Oh, I'm going to say like seventy percent. Yeah, and that's actually on the low end of cities. Mm. That that's actually one of the more Los Angeles is one of the more Republican friendly cities in the country. Wow. Um, and this is what I think San gets Diego probably doesn't make it up there. Oh, San Diego, I think is actually. Oh, it's, it's like super Republican. Republican. Yeah, yeah. It's, but I'm saying I think this is what, uh, people misunderstand this either intentionally or not that cities are not hundred percent liberal bastions. Oh yeah, like there are literally I, millions of conservative votes here that get thrown away because of the electoral college. Exactly. Yeah. I mean the the whole country is purple. I mean this idea that we're a completely divided no, it's nation not. is that's that's not true. If you look, like there is wide swaths where there are no people. Well, it is red because there's like a hundred people in a county, and that is red. That's just red. That's red. I mean, you know, uh, we we have to take into account the uh, what is that uh, statistical probability or you know sample size. Mm-hmm. Certainly, uh, you know, any group of a hundred people is not a sample size for a three hundred million million person democracy. Or oh, of course Republic. not. But one one of the many, many, many strange arguments I heard floated after the election was people counting up the number of counties that Trump won <laughs> as if that meant something. Yeah, that's weird. That's completely arbitrary. It's like, yes, he lost the popular vote by three million, but he won more counties. It's like Yeah, you might as well what? count like, you know, people by the river voted for Trump, but people by train tracks well, voted yeah, for Hillary. Yeah, you might as well do it by like, square footage or something. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, cares? actually, square footage might be, a you know, that's more of an indication of uh, economy than it is uh, uh, Not necessarily. There's someone who lives in L.A. who owns 3,000 square feet could have far more wealth than someone who lives in Wyoming and owns a thousand acres. Um, oh yeah, I was when you say square footage. Square footage means house. If you're talking, you know, acreage, that's that's different. Okay. You. Uh, <laughs> the point is, it's an arbitrary metric. Just remember to text before John, do you know who the fourth in line of presidential succession is? Um, what do we got? Uh, Veep, sex state. Uh, no. Did you say sex state for number three? Yeah. Uh, is it is it four sex state? It, three is the uh, uh, speaker of the house. Stand up, speaker of the house. Wait, what? What's the order then? So it's president, vice president, speaker, and if I'm not mistaken, fourth. Is not Secretary of State actually? I think Secretary of State is fifth. Oh, right on. Fourth, I believe, is like uh, President Pro Temp or something of this. Yes, exactly. Right on. Now, do you know what that is? Uh, isn't that like the Vice President of the Senate? Um, I don't know if it's Vice President. Do you know who? Or okay. no? Okay, would it be? Oh, so you know Pro Temp would to... be like uh, you know a temporary position, I assume. So no, like when <laughs> the, the exact opposite. Really? And I had to look this up because I totally oh, forgot. I just assumed it was uh, when the the you know guy gets moved and you get moved up and everything. It is the longest serving oh, member fuck. of the majority party. 
Really? Really? Isn't that kind of that's arbitrary? That's arbitrary. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> there were a lot of compromises in that constitution, I'll tell you, brother. That's crazy. Yep, so I think Orrin Hatch is like fourth in line. Jesus, fuck. Just Orrin be- Hatch. Yeah, this is the thing. Like, even if they remove Trump and Pence, then it's Ryan, who's even worse. <laughs> and then if he is removed, Orrin Hatch, which in it's many like, ways is even worse. Yeah, so that, that's why it has to be like a, an entire coup. It has to be like a redo vote or something. Like, yeah, Secretary of Agriculture before we <laughs> find a more acceptable uh, stooge. We need like a King Ralph situation where just like everyone gets wiped out. King Ralph, now more than ever. Oh, preach it, my brother.